every song. Jam it. Every time. Just jam it. I'm always playing the bass. Just jam it. Even though I just stopped. Just jam it. Like I'm still playing. Just jam it. But I'm just singing it. Doesn't make sense. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And this is Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. You know what? What? This week. Am I supposed to say chicken butt? <laughs> Will you this time? Let's do it again. Guess okay. what? Chicken gut. You know the rest? Chicken gut? You know why? Why? Chicken gut. <sighs> this is a splendid beginning to this the podcast. This is maybe the worst. <laughs> and I think that when that happened, I think a bit of your spit traveled across the table onto my cheek. <laughs> so it's like... You were even spitting on me accidentally because this was going so bad. I was I was spitting on the whole the whole intro. Mm-hmm. Patooey. Anyways, a couple of critics podcasts. Like we said, I'm Sam. And again, uh, I am also uh, Sam. I'm and Sam. We are We're just a couple of people listening to each other's shit, talking about it. <laughs> that, was, that was a good. Uh, That's the best summary. intro and in, uh, description I think uh, I've had so far. We do need to come up with an elevator pitch that shortens it, like uh, uh, to non-like-minded. I don't know. I'm not good at this. I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not doing it. I would just say we are a couple with differing opinions on media, sharing our. Interest with each other. Well, that's what we did this week. And we review it. That's definitely what we did. Absolutely. This was a Sam week. This is a Sam week, and I didn't go crazy metal, or I didn't go really heavy at all. You went a little Sam week. Oh, week, W-E-A-K? Ooh, pulling out that uh, crazy spelling talent you've got. (laughs) You have very... Spelling skills. I'm the best speller. I've never been in a spelling bee, but... That's just because they wouldn't let me. I would have crushed the fucking competition. That's not how that works. Bullshit. They were like, do you want to enter? And I was like, yes, I want to enter. E-N-T-E-R. And they were like, oh, this kid's good. We can't let you enter. And I said, E-N-T-E-R? God damn it, he's good. And they didn't give me the ballot. That's what it is, a ballot. You got to fill out a ballot. I don't think that's what it was. Didn't (laughs) we just, wasn't it like an accumulation of something? Or did we have to actually take a test? For what? To be in the spelling bee. I thought that they just like chose it from the people who were the best. I think Or was it something that you had to opt in? I don't remember that at all. I think you had to show interest. And then if you showed interest, they gave you probably a form to show that you could spell. And have like a reason for being there. Because you don't want some fucking clod in there that can't spell cat. You imagine going up to someone who can spell like... Androgyny? Androgyny or androgyny? Oh my god, I sound like a fucking idiot. It was a drogeny. It was a drogeny. Oh it dripped all bad. over me. I feel it was that. a drogeny. I, f- I feel that dripping all over me. That was embarrassing. Oh, I'm sorry. I sound like a fucking hillbilly. I, no, I'm glad you corrected I milked it. I'm glad. You should. You should shame me for the next two days. I shouldn't. At least. Because I'm someone who can dish it out, but I can't not take it. So if I were in that spot, I'd be like, let's just forget that it happened and let's move on. (laughs) So uh, that's another way that we are different. Now, um, I do want to say, since it is your week and you said that you went a little uh, 
week with your pick. You said that. And I think you I said, said I that. just didn't go crazy. You called it weak. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's definitely something that I was familiar with. So it was, um, I don't know if it was your intention to kind of bring it down a little bit to something that was simpler, even though I think the last thing you gave me wasn't rough or anything. No, it was sleep. Yeah. But that's still in a... A rock and roll world, I think. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of tones in sleep that if someone just heard that tone, even without hearing a part of a song, it would be like, not my bag. Well, and I had never heard of sleep before you and right before the podcast. So this album that we currently are talking about but haven't said to what we're alluding to is a much more popular album. Since I think that that's usually the standpoint with us is that you typically like things that are a little more underground, and I like things that are more mainstream. Yeah. yeah and I would consider this case. a little more mainstream for you. This is definitely more mainstream, yet it's not like... Everyone loves it. Exactly. It's, it's still on the low end of a mainstream sound, but they're, the hits that were on this were big fucking hits, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did do a lot of research on this album. I felt like I... I just wanted to listen to I it. definitely recognized a lot of this, but it's probably from karaoke. We should um, go ahead and mention what we're talking about. Oh, we're talking about motherfucking Jethro Tull. Aqualung, baby. Hey, Aqualung! Are we going to do that the whole time? I think that's going to be good. Yeah. We're talking about Jethro Tull, Aqualung. Hey, Aqualung! Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those in there. Uh, okay. I didn't realize how much that happens throughout the album. I'm going to go it ahead happens, and say that too. It happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to start it yeah. and then we'll. Uh, I'm not very good at it. Um, yeah. What you got to do. Do you know when this came out? Because I did not look that up. Uh, I have. Oh, wait, I do. I have it right here in front of me. A little bit of research on it, but not a lot. It came out in March 1971. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really all I know. I don't even know who played on this besides Ian Anderson. I it's Jethro Tull's one of those bands that I don't really know the inner workings of besides Ian Anderson is basically I think the main guy, the main man. I don't think anybody else has stayed with him. I think he's just the main songwriter and Jethro Tull was just like the band name he chooses as guys to be the collective. Yeah, it it all I mean, this is what it says on Genius. It does say whether or not this is correct, but it's had it has a lot of thumbs up, so I assume it is true. It says much of this album was in fact inspired by frontman, lyricist, and singer Ian Anderson's then wife, Jenny Franks's photographs of the homeless along the Thames embankment in central London. Hmm. So it's based on looking at photos of homeless people. I did not. I did no research on this album. I'm just whatsoever. saying. I know you said that, but that's <laughs> that's just what this said. So I I have nothing else to go on. You said but then what wife. I'm reading as I go, huh? You said then wife. Then wife. So no oh, longer the wife. Ian Anderson fucks, dude. Oh yeah. He probably has fucked a dude. Oh yeah. There's this picture of maybe he did I like cocaine. No I'm pretty idea. sure. Not that that means you're gonna fuck a guy, but I think it helps. Cocaine makes your dick hot for the. Sex, you're not usually used to sexing. <laughs> not usually used to sexing while on coke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Says you. I'm saying while you're on coke, you would be into guys. 
I'm saying if I've been doing coke and there's a guy who has coke and I got to suck his dick. You're definitely going to suck his dick. Who knows what's going to happen by the end of the night? I do. If you run out of coke, you're sucking his dick. If he's like, just fucking lick the t- the tip. I will put, and this is what it is. I'll put a little circle around the fucking pee hole of my dick. And um, you can have that. Uh, and you'd be like, oh, well, if this is what I got to do, I'm going to get that coke. In my mind. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my version was, I'm just like, man, I got to suck this guy's dick to get the coke. And I like go and suck his dick and he goes you know you could have just bought it oh i guess i could have asked and he could have uh also said that before he no, put it no. around his fucking pee hole he still makes me buy it it's, well thanks for the blowjob but i mean you still gotta buy the stuff that's <laughs> the best way of doing cocaine off of the head of a penis that's not on the penis hole because you don't want that shit in your urethra you don't want coke in your fucking pee hole. I don't think I do, but maybe I do because it's good on the gums. You would want. I would not want my pee hole to be numb. It's good in your butthole, right? Isn't that what you got to do when you your nose isn't taking it anymore? And it's I not... think that's what poppers are for. Aren't poppers to ease your butthole? I don't know what poppers do. I think that's what because it's something that you. It's like a gay thing, right? A gay men thing. I don't know. I am. I, don't think I it's am a gay educated thing. solely by. Um, John Waters when it comes to this and his stand-up special. Well, and That's Bobby that one time poppers. said something about poppers, but I assume it's, it's legal. not solely a It's legal a and you can get them thing. in just get your asshole sex going. stores. I think it's supposed to relax your asshole. Well, I could be so, right. Hey, someone please tell me what poppers do. I think... If, and not the jalapeno kind, because those, um, those, those are delicious. Those definitely relax your butthole. Those burn your butthole. Achichachi... Yeah, let's get into this album, uh, Aqua Lung by Jethro no, Tull. I didn't get to answer the best way to do coke off the head of a penis. Well, because I gave you opportunities and you... No, well, then we got to start talking about poppers. I'm going to tell you. The best way to do it is to... Uh, you got to get it moist, moist, just a little bit moist, and then they dip it in the coke like a fun dip stick. Okay. And then, then you got to like sniff the paste. And then you get a pasty thing in your nose. So later, like 10 minutes after you did the first thing, all of a sudden you're going to get a nice little glob. Oh. Does it sound like I've done coke before? Off of the head of a dick? Yeah, it does. Well, you guessed it. Let's and get into this album. it sounds like you really <laughs> like Fun Dip. I do like Fun Dip. You know what the best part about Fun Dip is? The stick. I disagree. I don't. I that is a that's not true. I love the stick. I mean that. I mean it's. I it's true for you, but it's not true that that's like the most popular answer. Oh no! I it's guarantee it's gotta not. be the sugar. Of course, everyone else likes the sugar, but for some reason, I I don't use the stick to dip into the fun dip. I just tear it open and pour it into my mouth, and then after all that's done, I take the white stick and I just eat it plain. See, I would rather eat the stick first. Yeah. And then have the sugar after. And coat my mouth in the sugar. I wouldn't want the the stick, which has like a waxier taste, to be the last thing waxy, in my mouth. Huh? huh. I mean it's got like a coating on it. Because yeah. it's it otherwise <laughs> it would just kind of like flake off because it's That's just true. sugar. 
It's just, it's just a solid sugar, right? form of sugar, but it's got like a coating on the outside. So let me ask versus this. just sugar, which probably has something added to it to keep it from clumping. You said what I would do. What do you do? Do you use the stick to actually do as instructed and dip it into the sugar and lick the stick? Yes, but I go through the stick fast on purpose. And so I only use the stick for like the first half of the sugar, and then I gulp the second half of the sugar. Makes sense. I remember I used to buy bags and bags of pixie sticks, Mm -hmm. and I would open them all and either pour them into a bowl like like it was cereal. Okay. Just have a big bowl of with a spoon pixie stick sugar, and I would eat it with a spoon and milk. No, no, no (laughs) miak, and no milk either. I would just. It would just sit next to my bed, and every once in a while, I'd be like, yeah, "Time for a spoonful of that." Yep. So it was it just my... out and exposed to like cat hair yeah. and dirt and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. masturbation crust just flaking <laughs> off of you. Yeah, and then I put the <laughs> put that same concoction of a bunch of pixie sticks into a water bottle and took it to school, and I did the I like. Ate the whole fucking thing before like noon. Oh my god! And by twelve thirty, I was like fucking buzzed like crazy, and I was like super hyper. And then I got super like nauseous and sick. <laughs> Same thing happened when I ate a whole twenty four pack of a uh, snack pudding. Pack. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> disgusting. Were you there for that? Um, I was there for the aftermath, I think. When I came to class, it was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you eat them before lunch? Did you go to lunch? That was for lunch. Because the, the, yeah, the meaning behind it. Yeah, but did you eat them was... in the class before lunch? Yes. And then you came to lunch no, feeling bad? No, no. I ate the 24-pack of pudding at lunch as my lunch. Because my braces had been adjusted, and people who have braces know when you get your braces adjusted, it hurts for like a day or two. Like, really fucking hurts, and you don't want to eat things that are hard. But 24 puddings is a good idea? No, I was being an idiot and being a jackass, but I was like, well, pudding isn't hard. I can eat a bunch of fucking pudding, and I was like, I'm going to eat all 24 of these. Watch, guys. What flavor? Vanilla? Chocolate. Really? Straight chocolate. I can't imagine that because you're a vanilla man. I don't think you're I've vanilla ever had vanilla all the way. I don't think I've ever had vanilla pudding, ever. Some kind of wait. Yes, I have. It's probably been one of those something. It's probably been one of those vanilla wafer kind of like a banana pudding, pudding. Kind of. Yeah, I probably had that. Yeah, banana pudding before. Maybe. By I the way, know. queer means weird. Don't get all fucking. Uh, I thought you said it's some kind of me. queer. You some kind of queer something. <laughs> All right, let's get in this goddamn album. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna be on your side on that one. <laughs> Good. Come with me. Come with me. All right, let's start this goddamn album. Here we go. Title track right off the beginning. Right off the bat as well. Yeah, that's the real term, isn't it? Good pop. Do it better on the other side. So this is a classic song, but it's not a single off his album. Really? Yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't know that. I assumed that it was. It's me too. What I would assume they're most known for. Yeah. It's... But I think it's from pop, cul- pop, pulp, pop culture, pop culture, pop culture. Is it? I think I know it just because of my brother. I feel like I know it probably from Anchorman. 
really? It's barely in it. But then also, Randy would always sing oh, it at yeah. karaoke. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah. We used to go to karaoke all the time. It was on Thursdays at this bar called Randy's. And uh, the owner, Randy himself, would sing two or three Jethro Tull songs, wouldn't he? Yeah. And his voice was fucking hysterical. But not as funny as um, Ian Anderson's, just like a different kind of funny. Uh, Randy's kind of funny was like, oh, look at that old man who can't sing kind of funny. But who's like trying really hard and thinks that he sings really well. (laughs) Yeah, he was doing that real nasally noise like... (laughs) Whereas Ian Anderson may be goofy, and I will agree to that, that Ian Anderson does have a goofy voice. He's still hitting notes. No, he's talented. Yeah, yeah. By Randy. That was a crapshoot if he was hit that note or not. May the gods and the Lord bless you, Michelle. Upon your sneeze, may they bless. It's a waste of their time. Are you spitting in the face of the sneezing gods? I'm sneezing in the face of um, oh. God. Oh. Ooh. I mean, he's everywhere, right? So if I'm sneezing, we're all sneezing in God's face, technically. Ha, I'm Mr. Satan. Ha, I'm I'm the devil. Remember that documentary? Yeah, there's a documentary that we watched called Adam and Satan on Netflix. You should watch it if you like music documentaries. I loved it. Did you? Yeah, if if it was three years from now, I probably would have cried during it. (laughs) I was close. I had to hold it back. I was like, nope. Well, you don't no. have to hold it back around me. I'm sure it's for you, but... I'm not, yes, I'm not holding it back for you. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I cry during stuff. I get choked up during things. It's because I have a soul. It's, what is it like to be born without a soul, but then like develop one over time from being around other people with souls? Because I feel that that's what's happened with you. I feel like a lot of gingers don't gain souls throughout the years. They're just soulless throughout their life. But I feel like you, you've developed a soul. I don't, I don't know how it feels, but I know I don't like it. <laughs> you know you got soul. I've always had soul, baby. In that way, it's I, I haven't had emotions like this until recently. I could have watched anything, and I think a lot of guys are like that, though, right? Could have. Yeah, but I, th- I don't. Like I wonder. That. I feel like you just like shut down at some point. Me personally. Yeah, like you. But I think your your mom is open to listen, but your mom's also not someone to provide lots of emotion. No, she's also sort of cold. Like when well, it comes doing to the wrong sharing, like personal things. Yeah, she's a little more guarded, and I would say you are too. Not for a specific reason. You just don't. Except for anger. I just I don't know I wonder if you just buried a lot of your dad stuff with him like even future dad stuff oh like emotions like connecting emotions yeah and then you're just trying you're starting that stuff's starting to seep out of his grave (laughs) back into you zombie fumes coming out giving me emotions not a fan no sir I don't like it So, how do you feel about Jethro Tull so far? I'm familiar with this. Um, I think that the song rocks. I mean, listen, it's rocking. Do you actually enjoy the song? Yeah. Uh, not this part here as much. 
It gets a little like it's it's definitely a little dramatic when it wants to be. Oh, absolutely. And this is a wants to be. Yeah. Um. He's a very dramatic person too. But I like when it when it's like heavier. I like that more. And, oh yeah. And it's you can't deny that. Coming up. Nah, 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 yeah. Just in general. Part coming up. Well, and what we just heard too. But yeah. Yeah, but this is when it like we just had all that softness, and this cuts in. I love the drums too. So simple, sounds like Black Sabbath almost. Sabbath drumming. Yeah, I would say it almost has kind of like a doomy feel. Yeah. I never noticed that before. I never noticed it either. I just said Black Sabbath for the first time. And then I I sometimes make a little bit of a pentagram connection to this. And I make a connection between Pentagram and Sabbath, so. That riff right there. That's a Doom drum riff. I remember, I did this on karaoke too. That was the point of earlier too. I karaoke the shit out of some Death Row Tall songs. Yeah, you used to for sure, but we we haven't been to karaoke in so many years. For a long time. We stopped feeling welcome there. At least I did. Yeah. Sure you did too. I did because I worked there. And they didn't like me by the time I left. I, I don't think they liked me by the end of it either because like, we would play music there for a little bit. And yeah, then we, we would always pretty much make people leave. <laughs> Because people didn't like our style. And not even that. And the people who came to see us were supposedly potheads who uh, brought <laughs> bottles and went out to their cars to drink and didn't buy anything at the bar, which was bullshit. No, it was true. <laughs> Both were happening. <laughs> yeah. People were going to the bar, though. Everybody was drinking. Everyone was drinking there. God, that was, yeah, that first so that's night. fucking ridiculous. The first night, we like packed the house. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. And then after, like, a few songs, most of the room cleared out, and they went into the front and hung out and like played pool and uh, mingled up front and drank. Yeah, nobody wants to hear acoustic Frank Zappa songs. <laughs> no, except for me. Not in this town. Not in this town. All right, All right so let's yeah, go on. Along. Uh, I do want to uh, play a little cover. <clears throat> it's of that song, okay. and it's my favorite. You should definitely always clear your throat like that on, Ooh, on the mic. <laughs> Is that better? No. Oh, okay. Well, this None is of my... your suggestions are ever serious. Uh, this is my favorite version of uh, Aqualung. You ready? Of course. That was it. Yep, that Bam. was it. And that's all that's, we need to know. That's by a little To know man. what that is. It's by a little man named Ron Burgundy. A little man. Yeah, oh, he's a giant man in my opinion. He was a giant man. A giant man. All With right. a giant voice. Let's get back to the Jethro Tull. Let's tall. do this. It's time for some Cross-Eyed Mary. Ian Anderson is a I goddamn like flute master. Yeah, this is a very interesting beginning. The only time it's the only band I listen to, I'm pretty sure that uses a flute exclusively. 
I'm sure Zappy uses flutes a lot. Well, speaking of Frank Zappa, this song is about a schoolgirl prostitute. Well, sounds like Zappa. And he has a song called Teenage Prostitute. Yep. So, yeah. There's a choir song called Preschool Prostitute. Do you like that? No. Guar likes to, like, specifically go Too one step grosser. <laughs> yep. It's not gross enough if she's a teenager. She's got to be a pre <laughs> There's not even fucking fuzz on the peach yet. Man, this song's fucking killer. It's got like that. Yeah, his that voice is often so ridiculous, but the music is so good most wow. of the time. I think wow. it's really good. I didn't expect that word to come out. His voice is what? So or good? Uh, that. voice is very strange. It's it a lot of trills. Sometimes it's grating, and sometimes it's just kind of, like, raspy. Like, really raspy. Like, here it's just really raspy, but yeah. sometimes he's being crazy. Fucking riffs are killing. I love the tone of it all. It's a really strong song. And vocally, I think he usually does sing more like dee 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 than like so abrasive yeah, like he uh-huh. does in the song. He's got a tendency to write more like folk songs almost. Like British, like mystical folk songs. I almost think like like a woodland creature would listen to Jethro Tull. It's like a plugged in folk like a heavy folk. Yeah. Like a heavy folk. Yeah. Turn it up for the flute solo. We should stop turning it down so low. Let it bleed, baby. Let it bleed! Bleed, bitch, bleed! Do you think Eminem would ever rap over a uh, a Jethro Tall song? Uh, he fucking should. I know I'm gonna tell Rhymebag to. Rhymebag's not gonna listen. He might rap over a Steely Dan song. He probably already has. I remember that one song he. <laughs> Speaking of doing karaoke at Randy's, that was the first time we ever heard that song. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck is this song? It was ridiculous. The Quavo, the fine Colombian. Drops are off at school. So there's like a real uh, little girl, old man theme going through this whole this, thing, right? This song in particular, because it's about a teenage prostitute. Um, getting with dirty old men. Like Aqualung, Because right? she's doing them a favor. So it's supposed to be, but it's supposed to be like tongue-in-cheek. Like cheeky. Not supposed to be serious. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's what Ian Anderson said, just so people would get off of his back. When he wrote it, he was sitting there like, yeah. 
old dirty man touching his wiener, looking at the little girl through the handlebars. So I know you said that you didn't do any research, but I am curious because Aqualung was mentioned in this. Um, is this a? I, I and I know that I did see that it was inspired, I guess, from photographs. But like, is this a specific concept album? If Aqualung is brought up again in the next song after Aqualung, I don't really know. It seems like it is, but then none of the other songs seem to fit that storyline or dynamic. I don't think. The way he said cross-eyed... Oh, might be fucking wrong. Cross-eyed Mary, it was so weird. Cross-eyed Mary! Oh, I thought you meant at the end. When he's like, cross-eyed Mary! Probably every time he says cross-eyed Mary. <laughs> it's probably true. He likes to float around in the voice. If only his voice actually sounded as angelic as a flute. Because it's like he's trying to use his voice to kind of like mimic a flute, but his actual voice is so different. That's a good point. Whereas like a flute is smooth and his voice is very abrasive. Huh. I never I, thought I about that. Mary. But you're right. You want to hear a different version of Cross-Eyed Mary that I haven't heard yet? Sure. This is by Iron Maiden. Okay. Heavy bass. Oh yeah, it's fucking Maiden. I like it so far, but I love Iron Maiden, so... (laughs) This is so Maiden! Oh my god! (laughs) I fucking love it so far. I really want to hear how they do Cross-Eyed Mary. It's not instrumental, is it? Yes! This makes sense. Yes! This makes sense. Oh, I fucking love it. Oh man, I'm gonna be on a maiden kick here in the next week. Uh, I might have to apologize in about the next two podcasts. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going back and forth between two things, so we'll see. We'll see what I give you at the end of this episode. Oh my god, I love this. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That was the shit. Oh, fuck yeah, no, man. Fuck, fuck yeah, yeah brother. That was the shit. Oh, I'm so pumped up right now, man. Oh, my God. You got me, got me pumped. I'm pumped on that iron. You're pumping iron. I'm pumping iron, baby. Oh, yes. I'm pumping iron. Okay. Let's move on, my dear. It's going to get a little softer. It's time to have a little cheap day return. Ooh, pulling out that acoustic guitar. Acousti? That's what I think Ian, Ian Anderson calls You them. like ruining every <laughs> fucking word by turning it into baby talk. I don't think it's baby talk. I think it's just dumb talk. I'm not going like... Acousti. You do stuff to me. 
only when I know it irritates you eventually. And then I'll go, Finky, you're gonna run? You're gonna come up the steppies? <laughs> you're gonna come up the steppies next? Listen to this man's golden voice. His voice is... It's definitely better when it's cleaner. Think so? I think it's all good. I just think he sounds like he's much more in his element when he's doing this, like softer, folkier stuff. Oh, yeah. I think that's how the songs might be written more. Like him just on an acoustic guitar. So I've watched plenty of videos of Ian Anderson just performing by himself. He's just got an acoustic guitar and he'll just put a capo wherever he needs it. And then he plays songs in different keys. Then he melts down liquid nails and he pours it on top of himself. Absolutely. How did you know? Did you do research? Yeah, dude. Good job. Good job. Yeah, dude. Dude. So that's dude. I uh, read nothing. That's that's the minute and twenty long song or twenty minute minute and twenty twenty second long long song. Minute and twenty long song. Which uh, why did it feel so long? I run long with long. You didn't think it felt long. You loved that song. You wrote me a letter the other day that said, I love Cheap Day Return. It is not a long song. Yeah, and then you mailed it through the mailing system, and I got it Through the mailing tomorrow. system. Yeah, some might know it as the United States Postal Service, and I'm going to give them the respect they deserve. It's about time. God damn right. Uh, I just shipped out three things for 40-something fucking dollars. Oh, isn't that sweet of you, baby? Yeah. I sold a mandolin. By the way, if anybody wants a skateboard painted, I'll paint it and buy it. Or you buy it. Fuck. Want to move on? Yeah, I think it sounds best that you do less talking. Okay. This is a song called Mother Goose. No, no it's not. I hit the wrong one. God. This is Mother Goose. So this is a song that I definitely was introduced to by you and Adam when you performed this live. Yeah, I don't and then I chose this song for some reason to be playing. And then he did the Glockenspiel, right? Yeah, he did play a Glockenspiel during this. He'd be like, he did a good job. Adam's talented. Yeah, Adam's the shit. And he's interested in doing multiple things. Yeah. He's a, a well-rounded musician. Seems like it, it seems like most musicians who are like real musicians aren't really satisfied with just like knowing how to play one instrument or doing one thing. They seem to be like most people in bands can play more than one instrument, it seems. Like in popular bands. Because it's like if you're super driven you just keep kind of going, and you want to learn this, and you want to learn that's that. That's what I was going to say. It's like that feeling of, well, I learned how to do that, and when I learned how to do that, I felt fucking great. So I want to learn how to do that now, and I'm going to feel just as great as I did before. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And if you're like a real like an artist artist, you get bored. You know? It's like... You can only do the same thing for so fucking long before you want to just reel your fucking brain out. Agreed. His sister's weird. She likes Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So try it again. Try. Try a yeah. That was closer. Yeah. It's in the diaphragm. You gotta like really shoot the ear out. 
Ooh, get closer. <laughs> My face is, I feel like it's so serious. Uh, I love the bongos in this. You hear that, like. Yeah, there are a lot of sounds in this. A lot of different things going on. It sounds very earthy. Earthy? That's a good word for it. It's because of those, like, native-sounding flutes. They're different-sounding flutes from different styles. So this just feels like a much more folky sound on purpose. Which you won't get back. Stole it from a snowman. Snowman. I wonder how much of that is natural, or if he's playing with his voice. Oh, the little like. Yeah. I don't know. Screaming. Or ever if is that completely natural? I feel like it's not. I feel like he's putting it on. How do people know to have like a style that's like just weird enough to differentiate them, but like not to be? Well, I guess it probably is over overpowering for some people. There's oh, I'm no sure. way that some people don't listen to this and aren't like, "Whoa, I can't do this." Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a fuck ton. I, I'm sure Kent can't listen to Tethro Tall because of the voice. I don't want to speak for him. I shouldn't have said that, but I bet he liked it more than the Mariah Carey episode. Who knows? We're going to need to... I want to know, Kent. You tell me. Yeah, Kent. We don't ever hang out with you or talk to you. Yeah, so... What the fuck, dude? We're calling you out. And you're probably not going to hear this for like a while because you sometimes get behind and then you're like, (laughs) yeah, I got caught up. (laughs) So, in like a month or two, you should have been hanging out with us. (laughs) Or whatever. If you need to do your own thing, that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Didn't you guys discuss like months ago that you should get together and hang out and nothing has yeah, happened? We should. I'm just such a fucking like a, a hermit slash I'm always like, oh, I gotta get stuff done. I gotta get stuff done. Even though a lot of times I'll just sit down and do nothing. Well, there was that Pardo show. Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Pardo. Uh? And that didn't. That was great, though, as we had Bob with us. I'm just talking about random things you guys know nothing about. Let's go no, ahead just, and do yeah. the next song. <laughs> uh. All right, so I accidentally clicked it earlier. It's basically what my brain is, brain is doing right now. My brain is well. To what, during this album? During this song. Oh. You're wondering aloud? Mm-hmm. Wondering I'm pretty sleepy. Aloud. So I feel like I'm just rambling. I love this song. It's a very short song, though. Last night, the sunset. This is where he gets really like his voice gets real goofy sounding. Oh yeah, he does a lot of like. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds like he's touching a hot pan. He's just like. I went. I would say just like a little too warm because he's not really reacting yeah. like it's hot. Like he's just got to get to the table real fast. It's just the transfer. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're holding something in your hand and you're like, or you're using like two towels instead of actual oven mitts. Oven mitts. You're like, hot potato. <laughs> sit it down 
yeah. as she floats yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tasting yeah. the smell. Yeah. Yeah. It was, we got a yeah. 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 Bitch. <laughs> Let's say bitch. That's just how it feels. Bitch. It's almost like a valley girl. In my seat. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my seat, bitch. Yeah. Ian Anderson never told to get the fuck out of his seat. People, people were like this. Ian Anderson's coming. I better get out of his seat. You don't think Ian Anderson was bullied? He sounds like a man who was bullied. I don't know. Into manhood. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. He would probably no. sound more like Jonathan Davis. When <laughs> <laughs> by that I mean awful. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear two things. One, I want to hear Jonathan Davis do a Jethro Tull song. And two, hey, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I assume it was something like that. And I want to hear uh, Ian Anderson do a corn song. Um, boom, sap the boom, sap the hina, boom, and the boom, sap the hina. That sucked. Mine wasn't near as good as yours. That's okay. We all know that I'm, I'm better. I'm a goddamn <laughs> failure. It's so true. It's definitely not. It's so true. It's certainly not. Uh, all right. If it were up to me, uh, we would go on to the next song. And we will. And then we're going to take a break. All right? All right. If you didn't catch on, that was a segue. Up to me is this next song. I love the beginning. There's like guys laughing. Or it's, it sounds like a maniacal laugh. You think it's Aqualon? Yeah. Looking at little girls? Yeah, but the little girls are on the street. They're like, Sexo! 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 Get to the cinema and leave you in a wimpy bar. You tell me that we've gone too far. Donde las chicas? <laughs> back to freeway for some reason this makes me feel like I'm in a pub this whole song makes me feel like I'm in a British pub hey, look at this cunt over here it would be so weird to hear something like this playing in public like this song why? it's just not something that you would commonly hear out in the world, I didn't hear stuff like this. I would lose my fucking mind if I walked by someone in there playing this song out of public. I'd be like, you know who Jethro Tall is? And they'd be like, it's up to me. That made sense. <laughs> I didn't even intend for it to make sense. Ah. Ah. You think Ian Anderson was actually a vampire? I think he is a vampire. He hasn't been defeated. I've never seen him in the daylight. Except for that concert, The Isle of Wight. Where he pretends that he's a... He looks at the mic... He looks at the crowd and he puts one finger on his nostril and does the, like... Thing where it looks like he's snoting cork or snoting cork. He's snoting cork. He's wearing a skin suit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you see him with a glass of sugar water? Sugar water. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. He had to be wow. poked out of his mind on that performance. 
Lucky him. <laughs> he had to be corked out of his mind. I don't think I would want to be coked out of my mind. <laughs> I think at that point, those days, those guys just ran on cocaine. Like, uh, Sabbath, Sabbath, Black Sabbath. I just don't have it in me, I guess, to push things, like, all the way. Like, where it's all day. And so many people in history who are still alive have pushed it so far and, yeah, have gone for, like, days and days and days all day. Like, I was on for six days. Yeah. I would not make it six days, especially on drugs. I don't understand it when you're, like... I love sleep so much that I can't imagine why anyone would want to do that. I'm also tired all the time, so if there's an actual drug out there that will never make me feel tired, I don't think, first of all, I don't think it exists. Unless you do a lot of it. See, even fucking Ian. Yeah, he thought it was ridiculous, too. Even Ian is what you said. Even Ian? Even Ian? I'm going to get even with Ian. That was my favorite Disney show. Even Ian's. Even Ian's, mm-hmm. Even's, Eve, Even Shia Ian. LaBeouf, and he was in the buff. It had that fucking weird looking kid too. What weird looking kid? He had a weird looking friend. Who in Even Stevens? Didn't he? Was that the Shia LaBeouf one? You fucking just said that. I know, but was I right? I was afraid I was wrong. What was the other show that was on Disney that I had that Lizzie other girl? Lizzie McGuire. Oh god, that was one too. Fucking that's so Raven. It's the no, future I can no, see. No, 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 no. Had uh what's his nuts in it? The kid that was in Punisher and had all the piercings. Oh, that's I a long time ago. That was um that was with Ben Foster. Yeah, Ben Foster. Flash forward. Flash forward. Flash forward. Who remembers Flash Forward? Anyone? Me. I think I had a crush on that girl. I had a crush on Ben Foster. Ah, so you're telling me we could have had a Four-way, Ben Foster, that girl, me and you in that bus action. Because they're in a bus in the beginning, right? Maybe in our uh, dreams, but not in reality. In my dreams and my nightmares. Just like in our dreams, we also would have had a four-way love square, because you wouldn't say triangle, with... uh, Christina Ricci, Devin Sawal, <laughs> <laughs> yourself and myself. Well, Devin Sawal's dead right now, right? He's alive. Why do I keep thinking he's dead? Who's the dead one? Um, you're always thinking. I assume, and th- we do this all the fucking time. And then I name the movies, and you never remember. It's Jonathan Brandis. He was in Ladybugs with fucking uh, rapping Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> No respect, eh? Oh, God. Uh, all right. You want to go to break now? Yeah, I want to get out of all here. Right. <laughs> it's break time, my wife. We're going to see what these sponsors have for us today. Get down. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... It's hotter than the devil's twat out there, and nothing ruffles me up more than a hot twat. When my little Betty gets all sweaty, I need a cool breeze to swoop down through my coop. Otherwise, bitch gon' flip the fuck out! Muff Chillers offers multiple products to cool your mule, like ice pack panty liners, fanny fans, liquid gold poppers, and our very own selection of wine. 
We can't solve your problems, but we can help you chill the fuck out. So if you need to chill the muff, then you need a muff chiller. Contact your local muff chiller dealer today. Presenting to you. And I wonder if I was ever good enough for you, Dad. Was I? Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. That was great. Give it up for Jimmy one time, everybody. Oh, yeah. That was great. Okay. Thanks again for everyone coming out to the live poetry night here at the Interstate 75 bar. And, oh, that was a good transition, my buddy. Everybody give it up for J.T. Strickles and the Pickles provide the music tonight. Thank you. Oh, good job. Good job, JT. All right, your next poetry reader, as I like to call him, is going to be the one, the only, Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. Give it up. Yes, yes. Hello, everyone. I wrote this one today, and I like to call it, I'll be smoking crack. Here it goes. Top hats, beard on chin. Ghoulish man, awfully thin. Wondering about his crack resurrection. Was it fate? Possibly dormant infection. Lights red, white, and blue. I'll ask you how it do. And is it true? Seamless stew. Horse made glue. Scooby Doo. Ah, fuck, I shit my pants again. But I ask, is that a sin? Maybe it's the diet of deep-fried beets. But I'm telling you, them's good eats. A salad fork may be fine for lettuce, but it ain't no good as a lawyer and that obsess. Smooth like gravel. Easy like scrabble. Concentrating on the prize that's ahead and... Honestly, that is again to be dead. But while I'm here, I'll be smoking crack. So motherfucker, get off my back. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Wow, that was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Abraham Goddamn Lincoln, that was the best of the night. We're going to close it out there. I've been up for just motherfucking filming. Have a good night. Stay safe. Thank you. Eggs coming at you. Hold on, people. Hope you got your griddles. Uh, uh, that's baby making music. That's what that is. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Oh, yeah. Feel it. Listen to Ron Burgundy go. Let's go. He's the second best flautist. Flautist, yes. Interesting that there's. A word. Of course there's a word for it, but that any word that exists in the world that sounds like the word flautus, that is the word flautus. Why? It's weird. That was the most confusing sentence anyone has ever said. Well, I'm confused about its existence, so I'm glad that I conveyed that appropriately. Hello, we are back! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm warm. You're whizorm? That's what I'm saying now. I just had a sip of whiskey, and it made me a warm. What'd you drink it on the night, Michelle? What? Jim Beam. 
I am drinking Jim Beam because I have less money because of uh, bills. <laughs> but when I have a little more money, I buy a little better. I buy actual bourbon. You go for the bourbons. I like bourbon. Not a scotch lady. Bourbon. I miss drinking so goddamn much. I'm sorry, but you hold your own very well with a wife who does drink in front of you. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I don't miss drinking, but God damn it, do I miss drinking. You miss the taste, but you don't miss the feel and your behavior? Well, of course you miss the feel. Who doesn't oh, like no. being buzzed? I miss it. I miss it all. You don't miss the drama. I miss it all. When you're drunk, you kind of like that part, too. Even though you wouldn't often remember it. No. There, there are definite stories where I have to be told what happened. In times. And it's always disastrous. Where it would just be based on, like, you would wake up and, like, the morning would be based on my reaction oh, towards yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Because you'd be like, you'd probably wake up and be like, I don't remember how I got here. No. I'd just wake up and be like, hey, how's it going? And you'd be like, not, you'd be not happy. Yeah. And, I, and then that's when I knew, like. Fuck, what did I do? How did this night end? Okay. There's a couple things that could have See, happened. See, I drink, but I never do that. And I think that, I mean, that's that's the whole issue here. Drinking isn't bad. Controlling your vices is a good thing. <laughs> I think I control my vices. Yeah, you're way better at it. Even though I still indulge in my vices. Yeah, but you keep it at a safe level. It's because I don't like feeling fucked up. I don't like feeling out of my mind. I guess I do. I liked I liked pushing it to the limits and my friends did too. It'd be like well, I can like keep drinking. I can keep fucking drinking. Yeah. I can keep fucking drinking. I can keep fucking drinking. I'm I don't need to put I I mean I have pushed it. I used to do that when I was younger. Yeah. I used to get drunk as fast as I could, but then I would always be the first to pass out. Yeah. And I'd I'd be like a mess and then I'd pass out. And it'd just be like a yeah. waste. For some reason I was always the guy that wanted to be up like we're still drinking yeah it's 5 30 in the fucking morning yeah we still got whiskey it's insane <laughs> Ugh. i just i get i can't yeah, i just can't get now. like that the last time i was able to drink like that was when i was like 1920 you drank like that with me a couple times not yeah i actually had not to like 5.36 in the morning, I don't even until like 3. know how on purpose it Well, I'm just saying that there have been at least a couple times where I got really, really drunk. Oh, and lost control? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that has not happened. That really only happened one time. Very long time. That I can remember one specific time. Here? Yeah. And in, in the bathroom? In the bathroom. <laughs> and I don't think it's ever happened since then because that was so no, low that was a bad night. for me. It was very bad. I was yeah. belligerent and yeah. crying. It was yeah, you awful. were hammered. I was so drunk because someone just fed me so much vodka and grape soda. Oh, God. Grape soda is one of the worst. Oh, my God. You just puke things, and it'd be period. black because it was purple. And it like still it went, went through you and oh. came back out darker. Oh, God. Awful times. Yeah. Awful times. Good stuff. All right. Let's get back into this Jethro Tull album. (laughs) We're really good at going off on tangents. We really do. Uh, We appreciate your patience. The podcast would be very short if we didn't, which some people might appreciate. 
Yeah, but then there would be no substance at the same time. God There'd be no right. personality. Just be like, this fact about this, and this, this fact about that. This, this. We'd be like a talking Wikipedia. And we, especially if we like only talked about the song for the length <laughs> of the time that the song was. That, that's interesting. This is the intro for 16 bars. But we definitely let the song stop and we just continue and keep going and keep. And sometimes it's like fucking 10 minutes before we get to the next track and it's insane. So yeah, let's, uh, let's My jump into God, the, do we do that? Let's jump into the real gaudy stuff. Here we got some. Ian Anderson guitar mastery. My God, mastery! I said mastery like He's there was an H in the fucking word. Oh, I thought mystery mastery. He's Mister Mastery. He's Mister Mastery Potatoes. There's no mystery. Potatoes. I said mastery potatoes. Mystery potatoes. Remember when I didn't like mashed potatoes? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I changed that. I didn't change you that, didn't but I like to that. say that I did. Because you didn't in the very beginning of our relationship. No. So I like to say that I had an influence. I can't imagine that now. I eat mashed potatoes almost every day now. Really? Yeah. That's For not lunch. good. That's not good. What the fuck is good? What am I supposed to eat? Tree bark? I guess, I, I don't know. I guess mashed potatoes are better than french fries. Well, what if I eat those every day too? What have you done? <laughs> Insides, what have I done? Oh, yeah. It's bad inside. Oh, I was getting ready for it. This song does kick in. This song's fucking awesome. Now, this song starts very slow. If you judge a book by its cover, you would never know that this song changes very much. Here we go. Oh, I thought it was there. Maybe it's here. No, no, he's got to go through this whole thing first. Yeah, I feel like it's a while. I remember Bob gave me this album and he was like, because he knew I was getting anti-religious yeah. at this point. He took me to the mall and I had bought a DSI album where the inside cover of Jesus was like disemboweled on the cover. Okay. And, uh, so he's kind of figuring out that I wasn't too into the religion thing anymore. And he said, you know, this album, Ian Anderson, he complains about religion. And that was like his way to get me the try this album out it is pretty ballsy i mean ballsy. the line you are the god of nothing yeah. oh yeah here we go i think it's gonna kick in and don't call on him to save oh yeah yeah this shit is good Fuck Ew, i think i would be crazy if i didn't like this so did this surprise you because i know you're like sort of familiar with this album you have this on vinyl this is another album i've heard yeah but i mean i feel like i've heard this more than some other ones like i feel like you've had some kicks with this some like longer time spans Flute action. This song's like verge of heavy to me at points. Heavy, heavy. It definitely changes direction. I mean, it's definitely a rock album, too. I think there's some tall albums that are more geared toward jazz or folk. Mm -hmm. Or even like sort of like a, I don't want to say opera sound, but like a theatric sound. But this is like rock and roll. With a fucking flautist. It's rock and flute. 
<laughs> gotcha. Yeah, this rules right here. I love that you can hear the, bre- the breath. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, I have such fond memories of watching my brother play air flute to this shit. That's a Bob. less... Bob can play air anything. I was going to say, that's a much lesser common uh, oh. air instrument. This I the think, flute. I think Bob might be the most talented air musician on earth. Wow. Air bassoon. Almost tuba. everyone who references Jethro Tall does a flute impression. An air you have flute to. impression. You have to. But Bob so, got it. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's a long line. That's a big group of people and you're you putting got, them at the top. And you gotta do the you gotta do the, the stand up, the when he puts the leg up in the air. You know what I'm talking about? The way Ian Anderson stands. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta do that. I thought you meant like a rocket. <laughs> so the the flute master. Wait, I don't remember how to play a flute. My sister played a flute when she was a kid. That's that was my introduction to a flute. I think in life. I played a skin flute when I was a kid. So you have a story to tell next, right? <laughs> That's where this is going. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I know what happened. So I've talked about this before, but Sam used to be so flexible that he could completely fold in half. And I've been convinced since we were in high school that Sam could, probably can't anymore, but definitely has sucked his own dick. I could, and I never did. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I never did. And you know, I'm the type of person that would tell you if I did. If I, I thought it would be, I thought that was a line that once crossed is too far. But you didn't have to tell anyone. If I were a fuck, as hormonal of a teenager as I was, and I could have fucking reached and gone down on myself... Remember we talked about this on the podcast I don't before? care. We'll talk about it again. I think I would have done it. I wouldn't have told anyone. I would have told someone. <laughs> I can't keep my fucking mouth shut. I just don't... That was a line that I just... And I, it wasn't comfortable to bend over like that, so it's not like I'm... But you did it a lot. Immense back you pain. did it all the time. I, and I can still do it. Check it out. Didn't seem to hurt. Okay. Yeah. Definitely do something physical on a, a podcast platform. Okay. I'll tell everyone. Yeah. He just put his dick in his mouth. It's crazy. He can definitely do it. The, his dick definitely went in his mouth. I don't know how he got it out so fast, but it went out and then right on it. Oh him. my god! My chest hurts now. I got too much cum inside. <laughs> I thought you were going to pretend that your dick was so long that you Fuck no, I'm hit not yourself on that. inside the ribs. No, 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 no. I don't even... That's a, that's a worthless joke. <laughs> Plus, if your esophagus went straight to your ribs, that would be concerning. <laughs> my esophagus is attached to my ribs. Oh, yeah, say sentences that you can't say. I can't talk. It's been a good night for you. Hi, Ma, I can't speak well. It's good that your mother doesn't listen to this. She would be so disappointed in your grammar. Although, does she? Because she sent me... She saw the ad. Or she saw the thing that I posted. Oh. Because I always post the the episode sponsors. All right, that makes a little more sense. It makes all the sense. So that was like the longest fucking song on this album. 
You seven are minutes. the god of nothing. Seven minutes and 11 seconds. That's a fucking marathon. Not really. A We've f- listened to longer a songs flute than this. mastery. Oh, yeah. I made you listen to Symphony X songs that were longer than that. And that was a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> that was not enjoyable. Let's move on. Him 43. He's still angry at the Lord. He's definitely lived a childhood where he's learned to not be happy with the Lord. Yeah, there's something going on. It sounds like he just grew up. <laughs> that seems to happen with a lot of people. They just grow up and start thinking for themselves. They're like, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. I wish I could remember if there was ever a point where I actually believed it. You, I know you said you went to church with your grandma when you were really young. Like after your dad died or before he died? Uh, after. I think she used it as a... A way to, a way to get me in there. Your weakness. She tried to use your weakness. I think so. And brainwash you with religion. It didn't work. Well, it worked for me. Just... But unfortunately, one of my parents didn't die. <laughs> well, that parent that you wish had, right? She took you to church, right? Yeah, only later, though. It wasn't something... I mean, I guess I remember a little bit as a kid, but... I feel like the church stuff happened much more when I was, like, in middle school. Was she with Phil then? I was past Phil. Okay. That's the only one I know. She met a guy in Kentucky who also couldn't speak clear sentences. (laughs) Is this the biker? This was the guy with the picture, and um, I had the Garfield face stuck over him. I've also talked about this on the podcast before. Wow. You stuck a picture of what? Yeah, it's the. How do I not remember it's this the story? Dad, that my sister went after with a hammer. Oh, I talked about this too, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time I say it, even though it's horrible. <laughs> he was an asshole, but I've I've looked him up on Facebook. What He's was still his out first there. name? William. William. Well, I've never known a William I've liked. So, <laughs> tell me about it. Wait, I like Bill Man's speaker. Never mind. Yeah, you do. Okay, I like bills. I, I don't like bills. God, that's right. I bought a bad but two bills, a little bad but two This song fucking rules. Man, my chest still hurts from trying to suck my dick through my shorts. Ugh. Yeah, but you came, so it was worth it, right? Ugh. No, see, that's the thing. The back pain and obvious chest pain now it never would have been worth it. I got a hand that can get the job done in about 22 fucking seconds. Why do I need to suck my dick? Let's get it done. Let's get back to playing video games. <laughs> I was never out to fuck my hand. I was eff- definitely... I mean, my interest was to come as fast as I could. and then yes. Pray for forgiveness. <laughs> That part always makes me laugh. And then go about my life. <laughs> oh my god. That's so that's such a weird dichotomy, like. It's a really hard way to go through puberty. Where you feel like every thought, every horny thought that goes through your brain is like that there's a fucking god watching you. Because you know, you think that you're constantly being watched. Yeah, that is so strange to me. I just remember I'd just crank one out and be like, yep, well, that sock's ruined. Okay, on to the next thing. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. There is one time where I masturbated where I think my dad heard. What? 
No, I've never heard this at all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm glad he doesn't listen. I'm glad he doesn't have time to listen to this. Um, sorry, I'm a fucking cunt. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, I, I was 18. On my 18th birthday, I bought myself a vibrator. Okay. It was a circle wabbit. Okay. It had the ears. And I fucking like... Why does it have to mimic an animal? <laughs> Because I guess women like animals, so it appeals to us. Because it, it's the innocent sides so where we don't feel as dirty. It's a little rabbit. This one's it's just a, a little rabbit. Bunny. I'm just putting the bunny on my vagina. That's oh, it, not fucking weird. And a little link to Playboy made it already kind of acceptable. Girls getting those dumbass fucking Playboy bunny tattoos on them and shit. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I used a vibrator, and um, I for. I feel like a couple years slept on an air mattress because it was cheaper than having to buy an actual mattress. And there was one time I fucking like put it more on the floor and like kind of more sat on it. And that thing went. (laughs) 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 And my dad was below me watching TV. And I, was, totally and I was like, oh shit. And when it happened, I was like, oh fuck. But yeah, like what else fucking sounds like that? Oh, no, she's using a fucking slow power tool. A flower tool isn't like, I mean, yeah. She got my wood router up there. She got I didn't my- masturbate with my dad's things, only I just watched his pornography and then masturbated. <laughs> This is disgusting. Can we please go on to the next song? Uh, well, I was going to play a uh, cover of the last So much song of this is just about to. you sucking yourself off and then me jerking <laughs> off. So, yeah. This is the spicy shit this people want to hear. This happens in so many episodes, guys. I'm sorry we talk about this uh, all, all right. the time. Well, let's listen to uh, It's a cover of the last song we just heard. I think it's going to be death metal. What was the last? Oh, him 43. Oh, my God. Whoa. Uh, Not for me. That's what this is. Wow. Yeah, we don't need to listen to this as long as we listen to the Iron Maiden one. (laughs) No, that was not a good time. Yeah! Who was that again? What? Who was that? Overkill. That that name explained it. All right, on to the next thing. I always thought they were a death metal band. I expected it to be like, Oh, Jesus, save me! But maybe they usually are, but maybe they got funky. I know. I th- this. Th- that sounds like Exodus too. There's a band called. Well, I just said it, Exodus, and uh, the lead singer's kind of like that. Like, yeah, the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you want me to start singing like that? I don't want to hear that ever again. I said, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Okay, that's not as bad. Never mind. <laughs> Oh shit, I dropped the phone. I mean, the music device. They know that we're cheap pieces of shit. I don't think everybody's using a goddamn phone. All right. Next song, Slipstream. Whoopow. Oh, maybe if I turn the fucking thing up. And the products of wealth. Terrible sound engineer. You should fire me. I don't know how to fucking do this stuff when it comes to the actual technical stuff. <laughs> I need you. I got a stranglehold on the technical side. And I have a stranglehood on your growth into manhood. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. 
my hands around your penis? It's, it sounded sexual. It didn't. That wasn't the intention. Certainly wasn't the intention. <laughs> I have no interest in that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm telling you, no intention. <laughs> so this was a, just, that's a whole song, basically. Do you feel like it's sort of a waste? I feel like it's something that would be on a soundtrack to a movie. Not something that is like a strong standalone song. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop the next song. We're just going on. We're getting on that train. We're going on and on like Eric Badu. You understand that reference? I understand Eric Badu's headwear. That's all I know about Eric Badu. Is her head garments? You don't know that she's going on and on and on and on. No, what's that song? Sing it. It's called On and On. How does it go? On and on and on and on. Oh, that song? <laughs> of course. On on and on on and on on on. We got some pian- This is a Randy classic. Do you remember listening to Randy sing this all the time? Yeah, the. Uh, it was always kind of a painful intro. Like it's kind of obnoxious. I don't think karaoke intros should be this long. When it's karaoke, it should be fucking shortened. Sometimes shortened. they do that too for songs. They'll cut the whole intro off and get it to just where the part people want to hear. And because like nobody wants to hear the whole fucking dashboard light song, goddamn meatloaf song. Yeah, like in general, I would argue that that song is garbage and should never be played. Period. It's a fucking terrible song. I don't like meatloaf at all. No music. There's not a single meatloaf song I enjoy. The only thing I enjoy are his bitch tits and Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> bitch tits Bob. Bitch tits Bob. The only thing I enjoy about meatloaf is when I eat meatloaf. Meatloaf is delicious. At least this fucking season for sure. Meatloaf's ass is swampy. Much like an iron skillet, he doesn't wash it. He just wipes it. And then uh, the grease coats it, and he's good to go. He's got that seasoning. If you know anything about iron skillets, that made sense to you, but you looked confused. I don't understand it, really. Okay, that's what I just I mean, I get that you're supposed to do it, and I know how to do it. But I don't know why we have to do it, and I don't. I don't understand the appeal of an iron skillet if it's just if it's not clean. <coughs> it's supposed to burn it off. I I wash it and just reseason it every time, but I don't like wash it super hardcore. Doesn't it get the flavor though from reseason, like reusing it all the time? I think so. It's still much different than using a regular skillet. But can't, don't people like use it and then just get like the food bits out and then use it later? Just like wipe yeah, it out? Some people are more thorough than others. I'm pretty thorough. Because huh. I'm not into old food bits. I'm sure there are people who don't really do much of anything with it and just keep it. They probably just scrape it out and then reuse it. That's what I was thinking. Like, don't even really wipe it unless they have to. Makes no sense to me. Seems like a hassle. You did a good job there. Your heels have come a long way. I agree. I am evolving. I'm growing. I'm getting tall. You 
are getting told. Definitely not getting Jethroed, but I'm getting told. Remember when Robert was really young and he was watching Jethro Tall DVDs all the time? And he'd be like, play Jethro Tall. <laughs> There's nothing better than a five-year-old who likes Jethro Tall. Yeah, I wonder if he still likes Jethro Tall now. Probably. He's a fucking weirdo kid. Yeah, I have no idea. He's honestly. gonna be a monster. Size-wise, or yeah. like as a human being? <laughs> I hope he's not a monster as a human being. But I do know he's gonna be a big motherfucker. Just walking in and fucking throwing tables. My name's Robert. Okay. Well, we're gonna do another cover here, Michelle. Of that very song. Let me guess it's another metal cover. I don't know. I've never heard of this band, but I had to go with it. I was going to choose another band, and then I saw that this band covered it, and I said... Do you know the band? Are you familiar yeah. with the band? Okay. I don't know the band. No, I've never heard of it. But we're listening to Horse Lips. <laughs> now I get it. Spelled H-O-R-S-L-I-P-S. Like four Horse lips. lips. I like it so far. Definitely has a psychedelic sound. Yeah, it does. It's live, too. Horse lips. Four slips. And the train, it won't stop going nowhere to slow down. slow down. I like it. He sees his children jumping up. Somebody is a goofy guy. I like yeah. it. I think I'll have to. Horse slips is the new band. It's the for new what? band of the land. For me, it's oh. my favorite band of all time. Uh, for the land? And of the land? everyone, yeah. In the land? It's mandatory from here on out. Everyone listens to Horse Lips. Horse, horse Lips. Horse Lips. Huh. Or Slips. Horse. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was great. Whore, horsel. <laughs> horsel Ips. Horsel? Ips. Bad. Good. Next. Wind up. Play, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Play. Maybe it's winding up. Very true. You need some patience, Sam. You're I think s- that's what we've learned throughout this. I am the most impatient person in the world. That's There's no way of measuring that. Well, okay, that I'm a very impatient person. And I say it every day at work. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't have patience. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You know why? I want it done fast. So you can get back to sucking yourself off? Exactly. You fucking... You are so smart. It's crazy. Is this another anti-religion song? It's called Intuition. I'm super intuitive. Jewel told me to follow my heart and my intuition, and I did. Ah, always listen to Jewel. Without God tucked underneath my arm... Right, this is another anti-religion song, right? And the book of rules. 
I assume it's probably this is the last. Is this the last track? Yes, it is. Yeah, so this is kind of wrapping up. He said, I'm not the kind you have to wind up. It's okay. Actually, I remember this song to me is saying like, you can have a religion and you can believe in a god without having to go and do all this religious nonsense where you got to pay some guy and you got to go to church on Sunday and do all this standing up, sit down, blah, blah, blah. Lame. God is in you is what he's saying, I think, in this one. Yeah. Yeah, right here. He's not the kind you have to wind up on Sunday. We're about to go to space, baby. Ooh! Yeah! One, two, three, go! One, two, three, go! I love that riff. <laughs> he does it so many times. Yeah, like, like I said earlier, I had no idea that it happened as often as it does for the album. It's a lot. But it's tucked back enough. It's almost like he goes off the mic for it sometimes. Yeah. He's almost getting into it so much while he's singing to try and like... I don't know, put the emotion into it, but he just goes like... (laughs) (laughs) I love these old school uh, rock and roll tones, too. The guitar tone, it's a classic rock tone. Mm -hmm. It's got those organ sounds in it every once in a while. The drums are mixed classic rock where the kick drum's not like right in front of your fucking face. You know, nowadays all rock songs are mixed with the kick drum. Extremely loud. Whether it's got that click to it or not, it's still loud. It seems like older rock and roll concentrated more on the snare. Versus the kick. Like, Like boosting the kick up really loud. Like, you can hear the kick, but it's not the central focus. Where that seems to be the practice nowadays for any kind of rock and roll. Thank you, that big kick drum sound. Well, you I would love to make an album with old school techniques and like old school equipment. And like, do it onto tape, all analog. So, yeah, I was going to say. You would have to definitely conform to the actual style of recording, not yes. just mimicking it with digital. No. I want actual tube amps, real drums, God. through like an old mixer onto tape. Analog recording. There's studios that do that, but I think it's priced higher because it's obviously a fucking crazy endeavor to uh-huh. pay for tape I mean digital you just you're not paying for anything 
what success. Like it's paying for their time, but it's not it maybe hard drive space, but imagine how much shit you put on 250 gigs compared to one roll of tape. And you can just like go back and get rid of that yeah, instead of having to use you only have so much tape and once you use it it's used. So it's done if it We can go crazy. back and then take it out real quick. Blank and re-record it all. Yeah, but I mean, how many takes it? How many takes it takes to get what you need? You could waste a bunch of tape on takes that aren't good. You just tape over it then. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it works like that though, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. You just rewind and tape over it. Then why? I feel like. Then why was it like more expensive? I thought it was more expensive to record because of the tape. Because you're using tape. But it you're still it's still a physical thing. Yeah, but still I thought that you <clears throat> had to go through a lot of it. And there was a lot wasted in the process. Oh, the, which is well, like the benefit of digital is that you don't have to waste a bunch of film. There can't well, you're thinking film. Like for a studio of like a recording a uh like visual, yeah, you're gonna record hours and hours and hours and hours of shit. But if you're in the studio and you're recording a three and a half minute long song, you're only gonna be using three and a half minutes long of tape. I guess I just assumed that that might like mess with the quality, and it had to be clean. Mm, no, and couldn't be used over. No, it's still it's still a clean swipe. And when they did it in that way in analog, you record it all. To the individual things, and then you do the final taping to the, you know, the final master tape. Yes. So then that's holding everything final. You don't want to bun- re-record over that a bunch. hmm But if you got to take 300 takes to get a guitar solo, you just re-record over that thing. It might wear it down eventually. I pr- it probably does, because it's going through that spool so much, but you can still do it. We used tape at school one time when I went to that Chillicothe, or Chillicothe school. Mm-hmm. And it was really fucking cool. You had to sit there and spool it all and then like line it up. And when you were like, all right, we're going to cut you in right here, you'd have to like literally use your hand and kind of inch it back a little bit just so you can get the exact right spot and hit play, hit record. It was really fun. And then you have to do everything live. So you got to do all the knobs live if you want shit to happen. So if it was just slightly off, you'd have to go back and reset it again. Pretty much. You'd have to re-record it again onto the tape. Okay. Okay, fine. Whatever. Okay. I got it. God. All right, so that's the album. That's the fucking album. That's it. All right, so now it's to the part of the podcast where we do the questions. Questions, 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 All right, so um, Sam, why did you choose this? I have no fucking clue. I no, just went, you know. I, here's what happened. I went, I gotta choose an album. Uh, throw it all. There you go. Okay. I um, really had no process. What do you think I thought when you gave it to me before I listened to it? That you kind of already knew it. Yeah. And that you were going to make fun of it. Okay. Um, I can say that my judgment prior to listening to it was that I had heard it before. Um, and I had no intentions of making fun of it. Aw. Aren't you a sweetheart? 
Aren't you a fucking weak piece of shit? Yes. You need a man up. I'm I just need, kidding. I need a man. You really thought? <laughs> I got a man. So you thought that uh, that I would have a harder time listening to this than? Yeah, I actually I've been surprised this whole time that you've you're like this is good. I was like, holy shit! I thought she was gonna be shitting on it the whole time. No, no. I mean, I think his voice is kind of ridiculous, but I think the music rocks. I think that happens a lot though with stuff that you play for me. I think that the vocalists are weird. And uh, it does happen the a music lot. is good. It happens a lot. You're right. Yeah. Uh, how many times did you listen to this? Do you know? It's uh, been a little more than a week. Yeah. It's been like it's a week, been a and, week a and a half. Probably seven or eight times. Okay. I've been listening to it while I've been skating, which is very funny to be out and like... Skating being like, I gotta grind this. I gotta do an alley. And in my head, it's like... You're poorer man than me. Yeah, that sounds about I, right. And I always pick up my skateboard and pretend I'm playing guitar on it. So like people are probably driving by thinking like, man, these pilots are like Metallica or something. And I'm sitting there like, no, it's the ballad in the Jethro Tull album. It's the soft part. Wind up. All right. Um. Do you know what your least favorite song is on the album? Uh, yep, I think so. I gotta look at it. Fuck, I always forget this part exists in the podcast. Well, we're forty plus episodes in, so <laughs> you gotta figure this shit out. <laughs> You're right. I think I better have to go Slipstream. Cool. Although I love every song on this album, so it doesn't count really. It's just if I have to pick one, it's Slipstream. Okay, that is exactly my pick for least favorite as well. Ah. Uh, it's pretty weak. There's nothing that really happens that I would say redeems it. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, it's a it's a snoozer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't pick up at any time like some of the snoozers, as you say. And it's would. only a minute and 11 seconds. And really, it's only a minute of actual music because the end of it is like just weird, ominous sounds. Yeah, I still so. just think that the album would have been okay without a without it would have been an even shorter album even though it's a minute it's a pretty short album to begin with it's one 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 get your shit together one 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 it can't be undone two 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 you know it's true three 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 the devil and me four 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 got more god damn it i fucked it up getting my back door yeah Woo. All right, do you know what your most favorite song from the album? My most favorite song, I think... I'm acting like the world's going to end if I choose wrong. Well, I can I smell my armpits right now, so... Sweet. Can I smell your armpits? Probably, if you get close enough. I think I'm going to have to go with Mother Goose. Interesting. I just, I don't know why I like that song. You want to listen to it? Oh, you used to... Yeah, you've I been playing that, it. We've been that we playing do that. it. Very happy. See, you chose a much slower song. I don't know why. This song, I think of Adam, I think. So it's got like an extra connection where it's like, I have a friend who likes this song too. Well, this song makes me think of you. So you're my connection to this song, which is why I hate it. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I actually, I like when you would perform this live, even just solo without out album. Without Adam and the Glockenspiel. I'm going to start calling him Album now. Album? See how long it takes him to notice. Album cool. Hey, Album, how you doing? All right. What'd you say? Did you just call me Album? Album cool. Remember when I called that Dustin kid Dustbin for the longest time? Mm-hmm. Never caught on mm-hmm. until somebody fucking told him. Jesus Christ. 
people make me angry. I can. I'm agree trying to that. fuck with a guy's life, and they tell on me. I've I've been the tell on me person. I've actually My been. My silence will speak volumes. Yeah, I have, I've been that telling me person very much. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, did I say my favorite song? No, I no, didn't. You did my not. most favorite song, I would have to say, is Hymn 43 because I also have an issue with religion. I, I feel like the, the part of the album where he's clearly angry about the religion that was shoved down his throat when he was grown up is not something that I felt necessarily happened to me, but I just feel his like irritation. For religion, and it appeals to you. And this song rocks, and it's uh, it's like yeah. higher tempoed, yeah. and this was my he's second. He's not singing pick. like a puss. This was my second pick because this fucking riff rules. Mm-hmm. It's a killer. It's a killer, bro. Yeah, I like this song. Love well, him. All right, so that was that. That's, um, that's how old were you when you started listening to this? Because oh, you said Bob gave my, it to you. So you were, oh, you weren't in high school? No, I was in my 20s. I assumed middle school. I knew Aqualung in my teens and would uh, do that also in karaoke. My two pick, picks were Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Aqualung when I was a teenager for karaoke. So the one song I knew, but... For some reason, Bob pushed this album on me in my 20s. I think he sensed that I was ready and possibly would like it. Makes sense. And then he saw that religion angle. Mm-hmm. And that actually did help because at that time, I, I cared way more than I care now. So I was like, oh, yeah, this guy doesn't like religion. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I used to be one man, of those man. as well. Now I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, so- I wish you would talk about sandwiches because I like sandwiches a lot. <laughs> How did you originally <laughs> feel about this album? When you listen to it, uh, it took a few. It took a lot of listens to actually enjoy this album. Okay. It took a lot to, you know, my shell. I was. Yeah, me. Yeah, my shell. Uh, yeah, my me. Uh, I mean, I like to fucking heavier music. So. And Jethro Tull beat out Metallica for best heavy metal album one time, which made no fucking sense. So there's like a this weird like world out there where you're, it's kind of like. If you like metal, you don't can't like Jethro Tull. But clearly, they can rock. They rock yeah. throughout this whole oh, fucking album. Yeah, and I th- I would say that Metallica even likes Jethro Tull. If you like playing the guitar, there's some fucking good riffs in there. Would you recommend this today, Sam? Uh, to a very small group of people. I'm surprised by that answer. I'd have to know that they like certain genres of rock and roll. Okay. It's a very small group that I would hand this to. But I like, would say it's more specific. Yeah, it's very more. It's yeah, way more specific. It's kind of like I would give this to the same group I would give like Zap albums to. You know, I can't mm-hmm. give a Zap album to everyone. All right. Um. Ah. The next is uh, would I ever listen to this again? Probably not as a whole. Um. But there are some songs that aren't bad, and I probably will listen to them again. Oh my god, what just happened? There's been a, a gnat flying around and it landed right on my eyebrow. That piece of shit. <laughs> I didn't smack him like I should you have. You leave my wife alone! I can Look, defend... I just got him. No, you didn't. I think I did. Do you see him now? I, I didn't see him when he attacked my eye. He attacked me. I really think he's in my hand right now. 
Okay, then fucking smash your hand. And then worship it. I was wrong. Of course you were. Wouldn't that have been cool, though, if I pulled out a fucking Zen moment like that? Watcha! Fly. You would have been impressed. Your eyes would have bulged out of your head. I would have been a little bit surprised, but I wouldn't have been impressed. You would have slipped out of your chair. You would have... (laughs) You give yourself a lot of credit. Okay, so we're to the point of the podcast where uh, I give you, I give you what's yay, next yay, yay. because it's my turn, motherfucker. Um, so oh, I've been it. going back and forth between what to give you next. Two very different albums. Um, I think I'm gonna go with what my first choice was, though. Lay it on me. Go now. What you will be listening to, and what I will be listening to is going to be The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a good fucking ending. I was Probably start, the like, best ending we've had so far. That was a real ta- reaction. I was going to start talking about the album, but I shouldn't. Oh, okay. All right. I was expecting something else. We need to clip that out for the next episode <laughs> when we actually review this. Uh, okay. Yeah. It was like a gross agreeance. I didn't like it. That's not what it was about. I don't care. <laughs> I want it clipped. You want it clipped? And I want it in the next one. Like a circumcised penis, you want it clipped? Stop looking at me like this. You're asking me questions that I don't have to answer. I feel like you kind of do. I feel like you are trying to stall because you don't have something set up to play us out with. <laughs> because this should have ended a long fucking time ago. All right. You might have called me on that. All right. I did call you on that. Jam, dance with me. It's too hot. Horse lips. Look them up. Oh, it's horse lips again? Fuck yeah, it's horse lips again. Horse lips out the chair. All right, that's the podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. It gets hot in the air.